It's time for Tales of Terror, only on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. Our departed love Molly, taken from us at not yet sixteen years, will always be a part of the lives which she touched, and we will all be different people as a result of her life. Today is my funeral. My mother cries, tosses some dirt onto my coffin. Others dressed in black and weeping under their black umbrellas do the same. Inside that pine box, my body is nothing more than bones and hair. Though I had no recollection of this while I was alive, I now know that this is not the first time I've died here, been buried here, and it probably won't be the last either. For whatever reason, this time I won't be part of it when it happens. Perhaps I wasn't meant to be part of it to begin with. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning, or crying, or pain. For the old order of things has passed away. For every light that shines, a shadow falls. at least. I was missing and now I'm not anymore. My friend Karen, though, is still missing. Since shortly after Dr. Varys, her father was buried not far from me. Karen had found an old turquoise box of her father's and inside was something that made her frantic. She was trying to find her friend at the college newspaper when she disappeared. Nobody but me knows that the last person to see her was the very man who killed her father, Briar Ghent. So my burial closes a chapter in Shadow Falls, but I guess it can't help but open another one. Karen is still missing, and her mother, Mistress Chloe, is trying everything to get her back. I shall live in his name. I shall live in his house. I shall live in his name. I shall live in his house. Spirit, hear me. I am Chloe, your mistress in this world. On this day, I summon you to bring my daughter back to me. I know not why you have taken her, but I beseech you to bring her back to me unharmed. Have I displeased you in any way, spirit? Spirit, answer me. Spirit, answer me. If you are displeased, if it is another sacrifice you desire, it will be so. Shadow falls and sacrifices. They seem to go hand in hand. I was a sacrifice to what I don't know yet. Maybe my death has only left me in some kind of way station right now. But I can tell you that it is not heavenly. 
It is not light. It is dark. Dark like I imagine the old well is. The one kept under a set of steel doors in the basement of Edna Hurst's library. That is where Jacob Fair, my murderer, has spent the worst night of his life, trapped with the dying spirits and perhaps praying to join me in death. someplace safe. Your father. I know. That bastard did this to you. He's one of them, Jacob. And I don't want any part of it anymore. Do you even know what's down there? I don't want to know. It's closed up again. You're okay, baby. I love you, and you're okay. Sienna, I... Do you remember what you said about Karen? I'm... I don't know. It doesn't matter, Jacob. Just hold on to me. We're almost there. Almost there. Jacob! out. I had to drag you into the car. Do you remember having the water? You're so dehydrated. Sienna, did you know? Don't talk. Save your strength. But did you know? Know know about my dad. Know about what's what's happening here with this town, our lives. We, we're... Pawns. That's right. We're, We're pawns in some kind of game, only it's not a game. No, no, it isn't. Not to the people in this town. The wolf, the coyote, fighting for control of death. The end of the world. Jacob, please don't. You sound just like my father. Your father? My father? The good Pastor Leonard Fair? He's been telling me these things since the day I was born. Everyone in Shadow Falls is cursed to relive some kind of... Oh no. Oh no, Jacob, it's my father. What's he doing here? Sienna, get out of the car. Bring Jacob with you. Do as I say. Shit, I can't think. What are you doing, Sienna? Drive. Just drive. Go, go, go. I don't know what to do. Go. He's, he's getting out of the car. He's coming over here. Of course you know what to do. Hit the gas. Sienna. Jacob, I want you to know that I love you. I didn't want it to happen, but I fell in love with you. Why are you talking about this now? Please. He's right there. Move it. Move it. Jacob, I... Hello, Jacob. You're coming with me. My arm. Oh, Daddy, his arm is broken. Stay out of this. Sienna. Sienna. Sienna, what did he tell you? I... What did he tell you? Oh, my God, Sienna. This can't be happening. I love him. Of course you do, but blood is thicker than... Well, thicker than whatever you two have going. (laughs) All right. Jacob. He he knows almost everything. 
Looks like you've done and run yourself out of options, Jacob. What say you and me have a little talk? Sienna, you run home. No! No! Come on! Sienna! Sienna! I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm not sure, but maybe dying before I fell in love might have been a good thing. I just don't know if I would have been ready for that kind of pain, you know? But it seems my death is setting off a veritable tidal wave in my humble little town. No sooner did my mom put me to rest than she was summoned to the home of Pastor Leonard Fair, who recently got his house guest back, one Galen Altos. Pastor? Mr. Altos? Call me Galen. I'm so sorry about your daughter, Jenna. Yes. Forgive me not attending the funeral, Jenna, but one thing a blind man cannot do is drive, and Jacob has made himself scarce. Gentlemen, I accept your sympathy and your apologies, but please, why am I here, now, on the day I buried my only daughter? Jenna, your daughter is a part of this. What are you talking about? What's happening in this town? What everyone refuses to talk about? This battle? Molly is part of it somehow. A a keystone of sorts. Stop. Stop talking. It's why they killed her, Jenna. No. Please, Jenna, you must listen. No. Don't you understand? They took Molly by mistake. My good Christ. It's not her that's a part of this. It's, It's you. God forgive me. Somehow I'm a piece of this puzzle that keeps getting used up and thrown away like garbage while everyone around me dies. Oh, my. Jenna, this is terrible. Terrible! How long have you known? I guess I've known all my life, in a way. Born again every hundred or so years to die in someone else's war. The visions, the nightmares. We grow up being told not to talk about them. I mean... How do you explain to a child that the bad dream that they just had was their own death in a previous life? It's like we're on some kind of infinite, never-ending loop. But Galen and I were talking last night. What if there was a way to make it stop? I, I don't understand. I have no recollection of anything before showing up outside of this town. What I've seen in my mind are flashes, fragmented pieces of a past that I'm sure is mine. I know now that I am a part of this, this war without end. If we know what the end result is going to be, then why can't we change it? Why march headlong into the face of death? What's happening here is beyond our control. Because you think you can't fight back. No, because I don't think I'm the one holding the wheel. There are powerful people in this town who make sure we play our parts like actors in a performance. And they won't tolerate disobedience. Jenna... What would you say if Galen told you that he might be able to find a way to stop this? I'd tell him he was mad. Oh, well, then... But I'd listen first. And I think... I hope other people would, too. Well, boys, it's been fun, huh? But I need to grieve a good long time, and then I have a diner to run. Molly would have said... And it better be in that order. Galen, whatever it is you think the future holds is probably rooted somewhere in the past, and the past has never been good to any of us. 
Just know that Chloe Varys and the Van Starks of this town would let it burn before it gave up its secrets. She's willing to let it all happen again. No, she's not. She told us everything we had to know. That they'd let this town burn before it gave up its secret. The library! Leonard, whatever it is I'm looking for, I think that's where I'll find it. Hold on. Let me grab something. A kitchen knife? What the heck? Or should I say, what the hell? Just do me a favor and oblige a frightened old man. Please, just use my flashlight. I can't turn the lights on or someone will see and get suspicious. All right, Edna, it works for me. As for Leonard, I'm guessing it doesn't make any difference. <laughs> light or no light, this old place gives me a case of the willies. Wait, do you smell that? Smoke. I don't smell anything. It's getting stronger. Memory is a powerful thing, Galen. What you sense, it might be your mind playing tricks on you. What are we looking for? I think I'll know when we find it. Or it finds us. Leonard, I need to know something. Back in 1851, why did Brother Thomas set the church on fire? No, no, he didn't. He couldn't have. I know this may be hard to accept, but I'm fairly certain he did. No! He did it because that's what the wolf does. Once their usefulness was over, those people were nothing to him. That sound! From downstairs, the well. It could be Jacob. They've trapped my son there. Wait, Leonard, let me go. If it is Jacob, I'll bring him back to you. And if it isn't Jacob? Then when I start yelling, you get out of here immediately. You don't wait for me. Why do they always say that in the movies, don't wait for me? I don't know. I guess people expect that kind of thing from the hero. What about you? Trust me, Edna. I'm no hero. Jacob? Be careful, Galen. Yes, do be careful, Mr. Altos. Mr. Altos? Oh, he's down too deep now, Edna. He can't hear you. You put so much trust in this Galen, and yet you still know nothing about him. Come now, Leonard. Do you really believe he was this brother Thomas, your great-grandfather in a previous life? Yes, I do. I have no doubt about it. And do you believe he is the wolf? No. No, he can't be. And why is that, Leonard? Because I'm the wolf! (gasps) And as Leonard plunged the knife deeper into Edna's stomach, she looked into his blind eyes, cold white eyes. She could swear for just a moment that he could see her in return. your job well, Edna? Very, very well. Galen was now in the basement of the library, the building that once was the church. The church brother Thomas burned down back in 1851. In every step, he felt the crunch of bones of people long dead. People he, as brother Thomas, had burned. When he began to see their eyes, their faces, their pleading hands reaching up to him from the earth, he decided not to look down anymore. But there it was again, stronger this time. The smell of smoke. Hello, Galen. Welcome. Briar Kent. Fancy meeting you here. Can you smell the smoke, Galen? It's not your imagination. 
This place is being consumed as we speak, just like it was by your hand so long ago. Yes, Briar, I see now that I was part of that. Why exactly did you come here, Galen? I was looking for Jacob. Oh, don't give me that. Jacob's dead. Besides, I meant, why did you come here to this town? Why don't you tell me? Galen Altos, you think you have all the answers, but you ain't got shit! When this town's crops go dry, they bury a child in a well, simple enough. But now we're talking about destiny and preventing control over death itself. We can't let that fall into the wrong hands, can we? We can't let anyone else control that but the one who controls it now. You're the coyote. (laughs) That's a good one, that is. We haven't even seen coyote yet. Uh Uh-huh. But if you were the coyote, you wouldn't tell me anyway, would you? Good point. What happened to Jacob? To Karen? To Molly? I'm sure I don't know, Galen. But I do know that just any sacrifice won't do anymore. This time it will have to be something a bit more... divine. Well, Galen, I really should be going. The fire is coming back to claim this place. And the angel said unto me, Wherefore didst thou marvel? Revelation, chapter 17, verse 7. <laughs> well, get a load of this fella. You told old Leonard you hadn't read the Bible in years. You cannot win this battle, Galen. You can't prevent the inevitable any more than a man can stop a storm in the sky. Goodbye, Galen. You're nothing. Then why don't you finish me now? What? Unhand me, Alto. Why haven't you killed me? The fire, Galen. This place will burn to the ground. Let it! I'm part of you, you fool. It's not our time. No? Well, maybe we're supposed to go together. Galen! The next morning, the firefighters at last contained the great library fire, but not before the building was nothing but charred embers. Radio 6 to base. Captain Van Stark, we're standing on what's left of the building. Any sign of bodies? So far, only one, but it's burned beyond recognition. 10-4. Keep searching. In the chilly morning air, a crowd of people watched the rescue workers, my mother among them, but she'd had enough of the misery and stepped away to go back to the diner. Before she opened up, she thought she would take a detour over to Pastor Fair's place. If ever there was a time when she needed to talk to a man of God, it was now. But she stopped before she reached his front door. Because she was unprepared for what she saw. It was Chloe Varys ahead of her, and already entering Leonard Fair's house. Chloe, my dear. What you have done is a great thing that will be remembered for a long time, Master. Only you could have brought us a sacrifice so great. And now, may I have my daughter Karen back? I'm afraid that's impossible. But you said... We must all make sacrifices. I gave my firstborn son. Karen is all I have left. You don't understand. I don't have Karen. He does. I thought you said this would drive him away. I... I thought it would. But apparently he's not ready to leave. 
What are we supposed to do? What we always do. We wait, and we pray. It seems everybody in Shadow Falls is always praying for something, but not every prayer should be answered. Sienna is praying now, too. She went to the campus quad and waited at the spot where she always used to meet Jacob. She prayed he would show up. When he didn't, she realized her betrayal of the boy she loved would haunt her every day for the rest of this life, and quite possibly the next as well. She swore that one day she'd get revenge on her father for what he made her do, but deep down inside she knew she was powerless against Red Van Stark. The tangle of her thoughts distracted her, prevented her from seeing the dirty, ragged figure stumbling toward her. was. Karen, missing for so long and now returned, disheveled, catatonic, shaking. He told me to, to tell everybody. Oh, please, Karen, don't try to talk. But he's still coming. He's still coming! Oh. Help! Somebody help! Call 911! Somebody help! Karen collapsed into Sienna's arms. Even from my new vantage point here in Limbo, or wherever I am, I don't understand where Karen has come back from, or why she has returned to Shadow Falls. I only know it will be revealed over time, time that I don't know if any of us really have. And I surely hope you won't find this strange, coming from a dead person. But I have to tell you that I'm really afraid. Shadow Falls is a Podshow original production created by Mark Yoshimoto Nemkov and directed by Matt Johnson. It stars Weston Blakesley as Briah Gind. Tracy Crouch as Jenna Hamaker. Jeff Hoheimer as Jacob Fair. Holly Jenkins as Karen Veras and Edna Hurst. Tom Mesmer as Captain Red Van Stark. James Napoli as Leonard Fair. Todd Sherry as Galen Altos. Biz Urban as Sienna Van Stark. Kappa Victoria Wood as Molly Hamaker. And Victoria Wright as Chloe Veras. Story by Mark Yoshimoto Nemkov. Written by Mark Yoshimoto Nemkov and James Napoli. Produced by Matt Johnson and James Napoli. Executive produced by Adam Curry, Ron Bloom, and Mark Yoshimoto Nemkov. Music by Monk and Mark Yoshimoto Nemkov. Recording engineering by Kevin Jarvis.
whisper soft My words are floating off Look for my sign For every light that shines A shadow There are a number of things that we can all do to help stop the spread of the coronavirus and protect ourselves and our families. One is simply to clean your hands often. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds, especially after you've been in a public place or after blowing your nose, coughing, or sneezing. If you don't have access to soap and water, then make sure you use a hand sanitizer with at least 60% alcohol. And finally, avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth with unwashed hands. These are some simple things that we can all do to help protect ourselves and our families from the spread of coronavirus. Be well, everybody. <laughs>